This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And a very pleasant Saturday morning to you, everyone. It's a little chilly out there, but hey, we haven't had much of a winter at all. So don't be surprised in July if we get hit with 40 degree temperatures. No, I don't want that. We have the weather coming up at the end of this hour. This is... An opportunity for us to talk sports for two hours every Saturday. It's 412-928-9370. That is the number. So give us a shout. Joel Nelson is behind the glass taking your calls, and he'll be providing all the updates for you today. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township, or visit them online at southhillsjeep.com, and you can text the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, same as this call-in line. It's 928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates remind you to text responsibly our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC, make today the day. And by number one, Cochrane. Always ride in style and shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. So, the trade deadline is now over. We've seen 14 first-round draft picks traded, all totaled. 70-some players have changed uniforms. All these things happen. And the Penguins, a late run of moves that, to me, seem to be just shuffling the deck a little bit, not necessarily giving them something they potentially needed in terms of a big move at the trade deadline. And I say that only because this team was constructed for that. This team was constructed to try to win one more cup before they say la vie. And I don't know if that's what we saw. Yeah, they made new acquisitions, and yeah, there's a lot to be said for certain players. I think Nick Modino is a good pickup in in terms of the little things that he can do. You know, as a bottom six guy in San Jose, he had 10 goals. He was second among forwards in the entire NHL in block shots, 74 behind Austin Matthews, who had 76. Okay, that's nice. He's not the player he once was. He can help. And there's something to be said for familiarity. And the one thing that that he has been able to do is never lose a playoff series when he was here. Josh Joey put it out in his Twitter uh, that he's 8-0 in postseason series. So that's a good omen. Marcus Granlin seemed to be an afterthought or something just, to, you know, they had to do something. They were trying to create cap space. They were lucky that Kasperi Kapanen was claimed by St. Louis. They were lucky that ultimately they got rid of the Brock McGinn contracts, but these are both contracts that were given to players by Ron Hextall. Marcus Granlin is an okay hockey player. Um, I guess that's the furthest I'm going to go with him. Uh, he can help in the bottom line. He can do some things there, sure. But it's not, to me, it's not a huge difference from what they had before. Dmitry Kulikov is a veteran, and all these guys are in their 30s, by the way, which, again, to me is one of the things that I was looking for a little change of pace. If, if I could take all of these picks and, 
and cast them aside and instead come up with Jacob Chikrin and instead come up with a JT Miller, a bigger name, a bigger splash, I would have done it. I don't know that they were in a position to do it because of some of the contract situations they had on hand. They had a clear space before they could make moves. And that doesn't sound like a plan to me. But here they are with Granlin and Bonino now on their bottom line. Kulikov, who's a, who's a hitter, I'll say that. He, he also blocks shots. Those are things that are very big in playoff situations. And for the record, based on how they're playing, after last week's Edmonton game, boy, things changed radically. They've won four in a row. Credit the veterans on this team. Credit Mike Sullivan. Credit good goaltending, quite frankly. And now they're in a position where they still, you would think, can get into the playoffs. As they sit here today, the Penguins have 71 points, one more than the Islanders. Buffalo, Ottawa, Florida, a team they play tonight, always 66. Today, the Rangers play at Boston. Let me throw this out at you. And, Joel, tell me if you think, before I ask people on the line this, is there a chance the Penguins can somehow get out of the wild card and end up third in the division ahead of the Rangers? The separation right now is eight points. The Rangers have played one more game, and there are three head-to-head games left between the Penguins and the Rangers. I think eight points is going to be just too much of a stretch. I know the Penguins are hot right now, four-game win streak. I think eight points is just a bit too much. Maybe if the Penguins had maybe three or four games fewer than the Rangers right now instead of one, Otherwise, I'm going to say the Penguins are probably going to end up a wild card. And no matter what you end up, it's the, the first-round matchup is going to be tough because if you somehow move into the third place, you're going to get New Jersey, which right now is maybe a first-place team. They're only two behind Carolina. They're playing really good hockey. they got some of the best young talent on display. Dawson Mercer uh, just scored eight straight games. It's the longest streak. Uh, and he's, he's, he's under 21 years of age. You know, Devils, that's a team you should watch out for in the future because five of their best players are under the age of 23. And, you know, they're just going to keep adding on. So the matchup will dictate how the Penguins do, I think. But beyond all of this, beyond Bonino and beyond Granlin and beyond Kulikov and beyond anyone else, to me this is coming down to how Tristan Jari plays. Significant distance uh, difference when he's in goal versus Casey DeSmith or anyone else. 19-7-5. and five. When he's on his game, the Penguins are a much better team and are capable, given what they have up front, of making things happen in the playoffs, I think. But to me, that's where it has to be. It has to be goaltending. Any team that wins, the number one issue is always goaltending. I don't care how many star players you have on a team. If your goaltending is not good enough, it won't matter. If your goaltending is good enough, you don't have to have all the best star players. You can win games. And I think Tristan Jari is the key to anything that happens down the stretch and into the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes. But the Penguins have a tough game tonight at Florida. Florida is a team that's on the outside looking in right now. They, too, have 66 points. You know, they're in a situation where they have three games, two games in hand on the Penguins, so they have to win. This is a must-win for the Florida Panthers. I see it. Uh, so the Penguins are going there. They're playing well. They got, a, I, I thought, one of the most inspired wins of the year against Tampa the other night. You know, Tampa's a team that the Penguins have had success against this year. They blew them out last week, but that was with Brian Elliott in goal. This time it's Andre Vasilevsky, and they got two goals from Jeff Petrie. Suddenly, two in 25 seconds. You don't see that happen very often. Although I should say the Penguins' defense is, you know, second in the NHL in, in the last six weeks in points by defensemen. Boston is the only team that has more. So they're getting some production from there. But Jason Zucker's had a hell of a year. And the problem with the, the other problem with the Grandland trade and acquisition not it'd be one thing if he was just playing out of contract. He's not. He has two years left at five million per, which to me makes it almost impossible. If you want to retain Zucker, you're going to have a hard time doing it. 
So that's the other downside of that acquisition. What do you say? 412-928-9370. Are the Penguins number one capable of getting into the playoffs? I think they will. And if they didn't, if they, I still think Ron Hextall's job's on the line. If they don't get in, they're going to make changes. If they get in, we'll see what happens. But I, th I think they're in a position to do that. I think they can get in. The Islanders are behind them, but they've played three games in hand on the Penguins. So the Penguins should be able to get in. Once they get in, what happens? 412-928-9370. And also let me know who you think their best opportunity to move on in the first round would be. You know, Boston is just a juggernaut, although President's Trophy teams never seem to win Stanley Cups. So they're going to have to deal with that situation. Carolina is a team that's added on. They're a good team. New Jersey, I'm telling you, they're a team moving forward fast. Uh, and they got a they got a team. They win every loose puck imaginable. If you watch them play like I did the other night, they were beating everybody to the puck, all their guys, their defense, their forwards. Uh, the only thing I wonder about their goaltending, but, again, uh, if you play smart in front of a goaltender, you can help him out too as well. So that's on the topic, number one. Number two is the draft combine. So the draft combine is going on still today, and you know we have a bunch of guys running around in shorts. You can make whatever. It's become, a, a like all things the NFL does, a marketing tool for them. Every single part of the year there's NFL news. It doesn't change, and they've spaced everything out so that they're always going to be in a position of making news and creating content and creating opportunities to talk about their league, even though they don't play a game for another six months. But that's brilliance uh, on the part of the NFL. Meanwhile, the Steelers go there with the 17th pick coming up in the draft and the 32nd pick coming up. That's the first pick in day two, which would be the second round. There's a lot of difference of opinion about what they should do. Well, number one, if somehow they get an elite tackle available to them at 17, I would absolutely do that. But it has to be someone who I think is a – the, the Skronsky kid is probably the most complete tackle available now, if he's there, they take him. The question is, do you trade up if you sense you can get him? Lessons learned from the past. Trading up in 2019, move up 10 spots, try to get and get Devin Bush. You spend a first, a second, and a third round pick the following year to get him. Obviously, that didn't work. But should that mean the Steelers should shy away from trying to make it work again if they feel the need to do so? Andy Weidel's role in this whole thing. Omar Khan is the general manager, and he's a good guy of looking around and delegating authority, and I think he's come out this week and said that Wendy Weidel, why wouldn't he be the guy who puts together the draft board with the help of his scouts? That was his role in Philadelphia. That's what he will do here. And then when it gets into that room when they're making choices, it is like it's always been a consensus. I think they have a pretty good idea, but I've always believed that the coach has a final say. If there is a tie or if somebody's trying to push for one position over another – Ultimately, Mike Tomlin will make that decision. So that's what they got going on. Cam Sutton, Omar Khan said, is going to be valued and tried to be extended, and that's going to cost them some money. If they had done this last year, which they could have, it would have been much better numbers in terms of finances. But he is a very reliable guy, and he can do a lot of things. He's very versatile. So he's the number one priority, or so it seemed, with Omar Khan. Another priority was Mitch Trubisky. A lot of people found that to be interesting. He is the backup. He seems to be uh, tremendous with a relationship with Kenny Pickett. He also has the respect of a lot of players on that team. And Omar Khan said something that I did not expect him to say, that he would be valued beyond this season. They would want him to stay beyond one more year. That might be an indication that they want him to stay, but kind of trim his number this year so that uh, it can be 
you know, less than $8 million or a $10 million cap hit. That could be the case. I like Mitch Trubisky as that role. I do. I, I have no problem with it. I thought he was a good signing here. I thought his numbers would be better. I thought the performance would be better overall. But I also thought he was a little bit handicapped and handcuffed when it came to doing what he probably is best suited doing. So that would be your top two. They'd have to add on another quarterback somewhere in this draft. And they brought in Chris Oladukin last year, only to never use him at all. Cut him, goes to Kansas City, and gets a championship ring. How about that? Stuff like that happens. If you're wondering about you know, offensive linemen in the draft, the Steelers haven't really done a lot of that. They have taken offensive linemen, but not in the first round since David DeCastro. And the last tackle, and I, got, I don't know if I'm right on this. I think I am, if my memory serves, because I remember this situation happening when he threw up all over himself and was immediately cut by Bill Cower. Jermaine Stevens was that guy in the first round and almost 30 years ago. So they haven't done that in a while, nor have they taken cornerbacks with a first-round pick. Artie Burns was the last one to, to be selected. And that brings up the question of Joey Porter. Would you take Joey Porter Jr. at 17? Or if you had a choice, Joey Porter Jr. or Jordan Addison, someone who was – he spoke yesterday. I listened to his interview, and he made it pretty clear he'd like to be here in Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett a locker room they shared together at Pitt before he took the NIL money and went to USC. I don't know. That'd be a tough choice for me. Um, I like I like Joey Porter. I, I, you know, I don't like the fact that he only had one interception in his entire career at Penn State. I do like the fact that he was one of the top coverage guys. He's 6'2". He's got, he's got things that you want. And just because he didn't make interceptions at the college level does not mean that he won't make them at this level. He's a good coverage guy. <clears throat> so therein lies your situation there. What do you do? Call us. I also want to get into pitch clock. I find it fascinating what's happening with the pitch clock, uh, clock down in uh, Bradenton, Florida, and throughout Florida and Arizona now in the spring training uh, games that have gone on. All right, 412-928-9370. That's the number. Get you uh, started with that stage. Call me with your takes on those things. We'll do that up until 1 o'clock. And like I said, pretty much everything's on the table with me. You just call and we'll check. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Check out Virtual Wallet at PNC Bank. And by Number One Cochrane. 
Drive in style. Go one better with number one Cochrane and shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, we got your back, not your wallet. Call us, 412-928-9370. A big day on the fan. Following my program, we're going to pick up Pirate Baseball today at 1 o'clock. And then after that, it's Pitt and Miami, 5.30 uh, preview show, 6 o'clock tip-off. It's the same time as the Penguins battling the Florida Panthers today down in Sunrise. And for Pitt, it's as simple as this. They, they had a chance the other night against Notre Dame. They couldn't make a shot or a foul shot, and they lost to Mike Bray in his final game as uh, head coach for Notre Dame at home. So Pitt, if they win tonight, they're the ACC champs regular season. And who would have made that bet? I wish I had made that bet at the beginning of the season when they were picked 14th in the division. goes to show you what bringing in, you know, and, and, and the transfer portal, how it can work if you do it the right way and get, you know, a team that can gel together. And I think Jeff Capel and his staff have done a very good job of doing just that. When it looked bleak for Pitt, they end up potentially winning. Uh, if they don't win today, I wonder about where they are in the brackets. Because that would put pressure on them to win in the first round of the ACC tournament. If they win today, I think that slams the door on that one. They get a double bye. They can take care of business there if they want. But if they lose tonight, then I think they have to still do something in the ACC tournament. 412-928-9370. Lines are jumping. Let's go to Tom in North Huntington. Hey, Tom, what's going on? Hi, Bob. Hey, I've been a Penn State fan since... I was born. I was born in State College Hospital. Listen to your show for a long time. You're probably the best local sportscaster that I've heard around here in a long time. But, Thank you, Tom. Uh, that says something. There are a lot of yeah. talented people in this business, so if I could be in that conversation, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, but I, yeah, I consider you, especially now, probably you have the best insight than anybody I've, that I've heard. So uh, I do listen to your show. Thank you. Uh, I mean, Joey Porter Jr., uh, I've watched him his whole career at Penn State. He, he's going to have a problem in the pros because everything he does is a, is a pass interference. I've been, I'm a Penn State fan, but I see it. it and I'm, I just sweat it out every time I watch him in coverage. He's holding, he's grabbing. He gets away with a lot of it in college. I don't think he's going to get away with it in the pros. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I would pick him number one. Well, I, I looked, Tom, to your point, I looked at the numbers on that. He had 12 penalties, uh, two, uh, not this past year, but the year before. And then this year he reduced it to three, so maybe he's making an improvement there. Uh, I haven't seen it. I think he's just getting away with it. I'll be honest. I, and I'm a Penn State fan, so I'm, I'm trying not to go that way. But I, I'm telling you, Bob, he's, it, it's a pass interference every time he, he's in coverage. Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, they haven't taken a cornerback in the first round in seven years. And whether or not they decide to do it now, I think, depends on what else is available on the board. To me, Tom, he wouldn't be my top priority. He'd be a priority. At some point, he's going to get chosen. But if I were 17 and I had an elite tackle there, I've said this from the beginning, I'm not going to change. Elite tackles win the day for me. I'm with you on that. I, I go tackle. I, I go offensive line regardless, somebody. I don't care if it's a center, a guard, something. They need somebody to protect Pickett. That's your guy, right? So you need to protect Right. Him. Specifically the tackle positions. And, um, you know, they've addressed it by, by taking third and fourth round picks over the years. And, you know, you're not going to get value for that in, in, in those positions. You're going to get guys who can come in. And I think Dan Moore certainly played. He was thrown into a situation where he had to, you know, do the best he could. But he still led the team by far in penalties and was one of the top – penalized guys in the NFL when it came to tackles 
You know, they got Kevin Dotson in the fourth round. I don't know what to make of him still after a couple of years. And, of course, Kendrick Green didn't even play. So be careful what you wish for down the road. If I – again, Tom, I'll say this, and it has to be elite. If some of these guys – and there are there are some elite tackles available. It just a matter if they're there or not. And if, if you should trade up – how do you feel about trading up given their history of doing that? Because it, uh, it was good with Troy Polamalu. It was not so good with Devin Bush. Didn't they? Did they trade up to get Fanica that year, or was he their number one pick? No, I think, I, that I, was their best offensive line pick that I can remember. Well, the, the, the Castro was pretty good too, but you know, yeah, the Castro. Was good. It just depends on how this thing falls, and it's going to be interesting to see Omar Khan and Andy Weidel at work the first time. Tom, thanks for the call, man. I do appreciate the kind words. We'll see what happens to Joey Porter Jr. Let's go in the car now. The counselor joins us. Hello, counselor. How are you? Fine, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, thanks, Bob. My my thing would be, but I just don't think they're going to be there, the tackles. You're going to have to trade up if you want one of those three tackles. I'd be very surprised if one of them lasts to the 17th pick. Now, if they were, if some, for some unknown reason, because Karonsky doesn't have, he has Tyrannosaurus Rex arms, well, you know, that length, arm length thing, then, you know, maybe he gets down to around 11th or 12th. I could see trading up to try and get him. So then the question you know? becomes, Counselor, what do you trade? Like, if I give you the scenario that you can get Skronsky, but you have to move up five spots to get him, and that five spots will cost you the number two pick you just got from the Chicago Bears, would you do it? That would be tough. I I, I don't know. I I might go. I could give him the the other pick, the thirty, the forty ninth. Yeah, you know? but they may not want what that one. It? You're gonna have to pay more. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Everybody wants deer for their picks. You know, um, I, I guess I, I would say I'd have to see what they had of Skowronski for grades, you know what I mean? Well, they're all good. I mean, no, he's, was one of the, the problem is he's going to be gone. I, I think he's going to be gone before they ever come to any situation that would involve the Steelers. Yeah. Well, you know, if know. it would be one of the other two guys, I'd be willing to push our first and that, that pick from the uh, Bears. All right, Counselor, okay. thanks. Well, Re- one ahead. other thing, Bob. Did Ben Sherrington say, I doubt it, but did he say whether um, Brian Reynolds would be here after the trading deadline? He was supposed to be on with, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to blank it. Joe okay. Starkey and yeah. I, I, Ron. I'm sure he wouldn't. I didn't listen to that, but I'm sure he would not address anything that involves a hypothetical. He just doesn't play that game. Um, but... If I were the Pirates and Ben Sherrington, I would get a deal done now. I would just do it. Uh, he's 27, going to be, well, just turned 28. So he still has, you know, especially if the term is what I want. And I think you can negotiate a little term with him. He may want eight years, come down to five, give him 15, 17 million a year. That's the market for him. That's actually below the market for him. And it would, it would, it, I'd be willing to do seven at 18, but they may not want to. We'll find out. My money, I understand. Yeah, that's okay. You can spend it. I like to. Thanks, Counselor. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. Ed in Kennedy Township is next up here on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hello, Ed. Good morning. Pump, you ever hit any balls with uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo? Yes. Do you play complete rounds? No. I want to. That's part of my bucket list, specifically with Jim. Jim went to school with uh, Freddie Couples, didn't he? Yeah, they were roommates. What about John Daly? I play with John Daly. That is a cool experience, by the way. John Daly. I I imagine it would be. (laughs) I mean, first of all, 
you know, he I don't know what he had more of uh, at the time, vodka or cigarettes while he was going through 18 <laughs> holes. It was one of their tie, maybe tie. <laughs> but the, uh, that guy just- is funny to deal with. He really is. I, I mean, and I also think he identifies with just average people who have average problems, and he has one of them. But he's been, you know, he's not shy about telling you it cost him about $30 million in lost bets that he made over the years. He's blown a lot of money. Nancy the long ball? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know about long, but he's, yeah, you know, what's, what is long? It's, it's not PGA Tour long, but it's good enough. What would you say his handicap would be? I don't know that. I never asked that, actually. It was only, it was only hitting a couple of balls, so I can't, I don't, I haven't gotten that deep. <laughs> Anything is else, the Masters Ed? this month? What's that? Is the Masters this month? No, it's April. It's a tradition unlike any other. Thank you, Ed, for the which call. Did, which- I, I just... You know, um, with regard to that, it's interesting that all the live golfers are going to play in these big-time events, which is going to be interesting to me. I still think there's enough PR and enough battle back and forth. Like, for example, I saw a live uh, tweet the other day come out and say, hey, how many Masters has Rory McIlroy won? So the Rory keeps going back and forth with these guys. I think it would be fantastic to have a Ryder Cup set up between the live golfers and the PGA Tour golfers at one point. I think that would be phenomenal. Robin O'Hara Township joins us right now on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Rob? Hey, Bob. I, I tell you what. I think the media needs to check itself with the way they're covering the uh, Penguins right now. It's like since football season is over and Mason Rudolph is no longer the local whipping boy, it seems the media wants to make Ron Hextall that guy. I think he's done a fantastic job. This organization is the best pro organization in the city. And I think these trades that he made recently are phenomenal. Oh, Rob, I got to, I got to, you know, I'm normally a half full kind of guy, but I'd have to walk you back a little bit on this. And and while I agree, I agree sometimes when you have so much sports talk and people writing in podcasts and doing all this stuff, you're going to get a bunch of criticism that sometimes is unwarranted. Have they locally, has it been a lot Matt Canada got his share of it. And now that, that seems to take in a back seat, uh, all of a sudden it goes to Hextall. And much of it is deserved. I'm not going to say here that it's been awful what he's done, but I, given what's at stake for them, Rob, you have to admit, I would have expected something bigger than Marcus Granlin being the deadline uh, acquisition that is most prominent. Uh, I would have I thought they would have made a bigger play given what they set themselves up to do in this offseason, which is bringing everyone back, signing big contracts. They're in it to win it now. And I don't think they did enough. I, I do, and let me tell you why. With Granlin, I think he's an excellent insurance policy. If we got three older centers, let's be honest. There maybe um, Carter isn't at the top of his game anymore, but you mark my words. When the playoff starts, he'll be there. He'll be there, and if one of those go down, Granlin is going to be the one to step in and carry the load. All right, Rob. Um, I disagree with a lot of that, but I appreciate your opinion. Uh, I, I just I think if Granlin does well, it'll be largely because he's on a team that has some talented players around him who will bring up his level of performance. He hasn't had a 20-goal season in a few years. He has nine this year. I know he's a bottom six guy here, but I would expect more productivity there, and perhaps surrounded by better people here, he might be able to do that. We'll see. Um, but again, regardless of all that, if the Penguins are going to have success, to me it comes down to one man and one man only, and that's Tristan Jari. I don't care how well any of the forwards play. 
Anytime you see a team that goes deep into a playoff run, the goaltending has got to be spot on. It's got to be the reason. And I think Jari will be the reason or not that they do well or not getting to the postseason and also surviving in the postseason. 412-928-9370 is the number. We'll also talk about the pitch clock going down there in Florida. What's your take on it? We saw uh, you know, a lot of reduction in time of games. I know it's only spring training, but the, it's it's a little stunning to some of these batters especially. We'll talk about that and more as we add that on to the topic list. 412-928-9370 is the number. We're back with more of your calls right here after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. PNC, check out Virtual Wallet. It makes a virtual difference in your money saving for sure. Also, number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com and check out their 19 different franchises. They got a lot going on in town. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, you know them. They got your back, not your wallet. 412-928-9370. Want to throw the Pirates into the mix here. Still nothing new on Brian Reynolds, and I don't expect that to happen, although I would do it. Also, we saw shortening of games, and this is very interesting. I I was wondering how it would turn out, not unlike when the NFL decided that they were going to make sure that if uh, you took a hit to the helmet, that you were going to be fined, suspended, whatever. In order to make something work, in order to get players to change, you have to be committed to it. And so far, Major League Baseball is committed to what they're doing with the end game of shortening games. So, you know, last year this time, spring training games took almost three hours, 257 to play. So far this year, 239. Again, it's a limited sample size. But what we've seen is that it is working and that hitters are being rushed and that hitters are being forced to reassess their pre-bat routine. Uh, and it, we saw it the other day, right, with the Pirates, with Tucapita Marcano up, and it was Wiley, uh, Willie Peralta on the mound for the Yankees. And he just got – as soon as he got the ball back, that pitch clock started, he he gets 15 seconds. It's 15 seconds with no one on base. Somebody on base, it gets up to 20 seconds. But Peralta got it, and, and you know, the pitcher controls things. If you're Marcano, you got to get – you have to start moving around. And, and he didn't. He stayed in the box, took three straight pitches, and 19 seconds he was out. Now, compare that to something I saw recently on social media with David Ross. This is going back in time. 
uh, at a World Series game where he was – it took him two minutes and 19 seconds in between one pitch to the next at one point. Two minutes and 19 seconds. And we've seen players who do all these shenanigans, and pitchers do the same. What I want to see, and you won't be able to see this probably until the regular season, Joel, is when a relief pitcher comes in and he's in a tough situation. First and third, no outs. You got the meat of the lineup up, and you get 20 seconds. A lot of these guys like to think, you know, think out what's going to happen. And sometimes you're not going to have that opportunity. What I also want to see is someone called out on a third strike because he's not ready to, be, to, to, take, to take the pitch. Uh, all of these things will be checked at some point. But so far, so good. It seems to be working. Uh, the other thing that's interesting with regard to the Pirates specifically is, um, you know, no shifting. The Pirates seem to want to do that a lot. Uh, they haven't been able to do that. What it should do, though, Joel, is it should increase players' batting averages because now instead of shifting whomever you want to shift and have five guys on the right side of the infield, you know, taking away hits from guys who love to pull the ball, you're not going to have that. So you have to have two people on either side of the base in the dirt. Um, and I think teams will start, you know, they will do whatever they got to do to try to circumvent this as best they can. I think it'll be very, very fascinating to see. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We got Greg in Youngstown, Ohio up next. Hey, Greg, what's up? Hey, Bob. Go ahead, Greg. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I think that pitch clock is ridiculous. And, and the people who think it's so great, you go play baseball. No one even plays baseball that talks all the time about how great it is. You got a ball coming at you 98 miles per hour. Sometimes you get to step out for a second to get your senses controlled. This is ridiculous. Yeah, you know what? You save 20 minutes off a game. whoop de doo People that hate baseball will always hate baseball. Do you get it? It's not going to change people watching baseball. And the pace of, uh, of a sport matters. Why does hockey, why isn't hockey the best sport in the, in the nation? It has the fastest pace out of any sport. Well, it's a totally different game, too. Uh, when you have games, and if you look at the postseason, I think ultimately that's this whole thing was about postseason play. Games last year were averaging three hours and 45 minutes minimum. You know, some of them went four and a half hours, and, and it goes into well over midnight. They want to try to alleviate some of that and make it but worse. But the umpires had control of the games. The umpires could have told these batters, get in the box, you got a ball. Well, because they didn't, they had to come up with a rule, and this is the rule. The rule's stupid, but they're dumb. They're not, it's not baseball anymore. It's something else. Baseball doesn't have clocks. And if you guys like clocks so much, then watch the NBA and watch hockey and watch football, but keep my sport the way it is. I'm but sick Greg, of people butting their nose in my sport. You have to admit, though, it does – most people do not want to sit through a three-and-a-half-hour game. But they don't like baseball. They don't, and that's the whole point. Like baseball, they're trying to get them to like baseball. They're trying to make they're it a little bit like easier. Baseball. They're not going to like the game. The game is still slow. It's not what people think it is. Please, play the game. Get to love the game by playing the game. Then you'll get to enjoy the game. People that bitch about the game never play baseball. But people who watch the game don't want to watch three-and-a-half-hour games. I don't care. Yeah, don't you know what? The league cares. Things. The league cares because they don't, they're finding it that ratings are going down on television broadcasts. They want to make sure that they get most bang out of their buck, and by doing so, by reducing game times, it helps. The People numbers will not don't watch lie. Baseball. I, I can pick you a thousand dollars. Baseball, like the attendance, is not going to go up because they have a pitch clock. I guarantee this, and the ratings aren't going to go up, 
and everybody who has this delusional thinking that this is going to improve baseball ratings are complete idiots. I'm sorry, sorry to tell you this. I'll let you go. <laughs> All right, Craig. I always admire Greg. He gets on there and he has he has a, a rant every week, regardless. Of, but he's a big baseball proponent. Uh, and I like baseball too, but I think it's too long. And I think some of the stuff that you see with batters, uh, you know, is is unacceptable. And, and I didn't like it, and I'm glad they're doing this. I want to see where it takes them. Again, it takes adjustment times. There's no question about that. Teams, um, when it comes to the shift, two guys on either side, I like that. I think that will make more offense available in large bases. You know, here's, a, here's another thing. If you're going to look at this – Joel Nelson, you're a baseball fan, right? So the enlarged bases will help because how many times have we seen guys called out because of a, f- a fingernail, you know, on replay? So that'll help. But also what helps base runners is knowing that the pitch clock is winding down. And we've seen that already this spring where guys know it. Pitchers are in a quandary. They only get so many throws over the first base. And when you run out of them, now you can just take a big lead. You're not allowed to throw to first base. And he'll take off and you'll see more stolen bases. Right? Most definitely more stolen bases this year. You know, hitters do have one timeout per at-bat. They're allowed. Uh, if you find that you're down in the count and you don't want to be rushed, you can take a timeout. I don't know how long those timeouts last, but at least it gives you a chance to regroup and figure out what you're doing. But I, I you're going to see a massive amount of stolen bases, I think, in Major League Baseball this year as a result of that. Some, yeah. will, some will say that's bad. I don't necessarily think that's bad. Got me wondering if there'll be some more uh, of those 30-30 or 40-40 seasons, guys who hit home runs and get stolen yep. bases. Oh, no, Cruz has already come out and said that. I think uh, it's nice to be you know, aggressive about your thoughts and what you want to do, but sometimes if you put it out there, just realize 40-40, only, only one player in the Pirate history has done that, and it's Barry Bonds, and that's it, nobody else. So that, that's some pretty lofty expectations. I'm glad he thinks that way. You know, I hope he does. I hope he also reduces the amount of errors he, he takes this year. They need that to come down for sure. But the guy's uh, a freaky talent, and maybe he can be that person to do that. So we'll see. But the Pirates, um, again, they'll play here today at 1 o'clock on 93.7 Fan, followed by Pitt and Miami. And when we come up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk a little bit about Pitt and Miami. And what the, what do you make of the Pitt Panthers right now? Expectations have been met and exceeded by far. And now people are wondering why they haven't gotten the respect they deserve with regard to where they are in this NCAA tournament bracketing. We'll talk about that. And we'll go back to both the Penguins, your assessment of Ron Hextall and the job he did, and the Steelers. And I'll give you a choice. If your choice is in the first round, Joey Porter Jr., uh, Jordan Addison, an elite tackle by way of a move-up trade, or what else could I throw in there as a choice? Defensive line, defensive back, Yeah, but defensive, defensive, defensive line, I think it's going to be hard to do that given where they pick because I, I think the elite guys may be gone. Although the guy who got in trouble with Georgia, he may be in, worth at least tapping the, you know, tapping the door, see what's gotten inside there because uh, that's his draft status may be affected by what's happened uh, with that drag racing situation he was involved with, allegedly. 412-928-9370, that's the number. Call us. Let's talk until 1 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.